The following podcast is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Connect, Australia's newest choice for event management and brand development specialising in pro wrestling. And now, now the B Plus Wrestling Podcast. Watch global, global. Support local. local. It's the B Plus Wrestling Podcast. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, out there in the B Plus land. Look in my eyes. What do you see? It's the B Plus Man of Mystery. Hello, everybody. It's Mr. Mysterious here, and I am the host of this particular podcast, The Survivor Catch Up. Now, I'm doing this solo because all of our other Survivor Watchers are currently occupied with other things. It's been a very hectic few weeks for all of us here in the B-Plus Wrestling Podcast. We had some technical technical difficulties. I had to get a new microphone, so hopefully I sound a little bit more crisp, a little bit more smooth. If you think thought I was mumbling my words or something in the past few podcasts, it might have been that. Or maybe Greg Unchained did such a great job with the editing. You didn't notice it, so I've just ruined the magic. I've I've ruined it all. My apologies. <laughs> all jokes aside, guys, we did have a lot uh, on our plates at the moment, and we kind of left a bit of time. And between the last time I spoke to you guys, there was about fifteen participants in Survivor Australia, and now at the time of recording, there's about seven, seven or eight. So yeah, it's um, it's been a bit of a time has passed. But you know what? I needed to get this out. I needed to do it for the world, for the fans. Because unfortunately, sadly, regrettably, Maddie Wahlberg was eliminated from Survivor. The reason we all, us wrestling fans here, started watching the bloody thing is he unfortunately is no longer a part of the competition. It seemed like all of my picks from, if you can listen to our last episode from a few weeks ago, you could, all my picks pretty much all went out one after the other, like week after week. So I, I'm pretty much out of the sweepstakes. This is why I don't gamble, ladies and gentlemen. I think uh, I think some of Greg's picks are still around, like Daisy and a couple others. Uh, I have to pick some whole new people based on the seven or eight that we have left now. But I'm going to go through this kind of generally, but episode by episode. So I want to do this justice and try and keep you up to date. So if you haven't been watching Survivor and you've kind of, been following us at the same time probably best that i get this out here as well to keep you guys up to date if you're just wondering like hey what's been up to what have they been up to well we can keep you all up to date here and yeah i'm going to start with episode nine so episode nine we had uh the big tribe switch in a way so we still had the champions and the contenders and we had the idea of this episode was that instead of someone being eliminated, they would get swapped over to the other team. So the champions won the actual rewards challenge, and I love this one because uh, this was the water challenge where the winner would get a pub-style meal, like pub-style meals, and <laughs> Jono had been fantasizing about getting a Parmesan. He's been on the island too long, and he's just... 
he's imagining just the perfect meal and just like everyone's asking him, tell us in the most sexy voice you can, what is in a Parmesan? Well, it's just soft, thick chicken. And he's just getting more intricate and dirty. And it's, ah, I love Jono. Jono is a delight. Just like we were, I remember from our last conversation that Greg and I had, just like, he's a, he's one of the guys who's like born to play Survivor, you know, and just (laughs) worried about uh, his mullet getting like, his mullet not getting out washed properly and everything else. And, ah, but the reward was a Parmesan. just like, oh, he was salivating. He was so hungry for it. And sure enough, but (laughs) his side won the challenge. But yeah, and so on the contenders side, everyone is getting ready to vote out a particular person. They're getting ready to vote out Harry, right? And this is the episode that I love because I, because this is the re- revelation everyone found out about Dirty Harry. <laughs> Just like the true swagger that is Harry, <laughs> Dirty Harry. Uh, in the build-up to this, so Janine told Sean in the episode before they had a fake idol, so he was on the war path, right? And he was just like, I need to get him out. And in the promos building up to it, like he told the other contenders that Dave gave him a fake idol, cut your ties with him, get out, and told Daisy, who at the time was in the same team. But yeah, Sean was out for blood. Now, because Harry had an idol, he was he had it all planned out. He was going to get all the contenders on his side, get ready to vote out Janine. He had a target in mind and he made sure he was being an absolute cockhead. He like put all his cards out on the table. He revealed that no, he doesn't have a child at home and like just that level of deceit and stuff and he's just he's just reveling in his heelishness. Like he's just cracking into it and just he, like, honestly, as a former wrestler, you can tell he was just salivating at the prospect, just like, how can I get the real heel heat here? Just, I need to make everyone hate me in this very moment. And then the reveal. So the Champions Tribe, they got to actually watch all this unfold, and they kind of stirred the pot as well. And Harry thought he had it all planned out, right? And then... <laughs> Then the host revealed, like, well, actually, this tribal isn't about eliminating someone. It's about moving someone to the other side. And straight away, everyone on the champion side picks Sean because he is the workhorse. He's the one who wins all the challenges. And I love I love the reaction from Matty Wahlberg in this one because he's he was convinced that it would be him. Like, why wouldn't it be him? He's the natural-born athlete. But no. And I love Daisy's like, they're not going to go after you, Matt. Just shush. It's like nice little bit. I don't know if that was the editing thing, but just like, it was very, very clever there. And then the moment that Sean got ushered into the new tribe, Matt is just human. He's lost to one of his big teammate contenders. And he's just like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Every challenge, I'm going to kill him. He's like, I'm going to step it up. All right. And he was trying to be a team player and everything else. And, Bless his heart. He was just, uh, he was doing it for the boys, right? And I was like, this was the night where the wrestlers like Harry and Maddie, just all their plans just kind of fell on their head. So on that one, 
so we had no elimination there. Sean went to the other side. Episode 10, right? You had pretty much the idea. So you had Luke and Dave at the time. They both had idols, and they were getting ready to get eliminated. The, the tribes were getting ready to eliminate them, right? They were going to make it a three-way split between Dave and Luke. And then if, right, it was an easy thing, right? It was all planned out. And then Andy had to fuck it up for everyone. He just, like, before Tribal, let them know, like, everyone is going to vote you out. Play your idols now, right? Play your idols now. And all the confusion, right, it became utter chaos. So they both played their idols, Luke and Dave, but the other team got spooked. So what happened was there was a tie between Sean and Hannah. And out of those two, Hannah got eliminated because she was the weakest link. They still needed Sean at the time. But like, because Daisy and John, they were originally going to pick Dave and Luke and get that all sorted. But yeah, they flipped their votes. So they got spooked and picked Hannah, which caused the four, four-way tie. They had it all planned out. They could have eliminated the two champions right then and there, but not like Andy, like in his own, like in trying to make things work out better for him, made things so, so much worse, right? And everyone kind of knew that he was a bit of a snake anyways, but just like the fact that he, the fanboy snake, like he just, he thought he was being absolutely subtle. Not, not a chance in the world. Like, oh, it was hilarious. But yeah, all, and like Hannah just out of, out of the blue, just like, oh, I'll have to play back how this happened. She's like, she was blindsided, which according to Dave, uh, using a quote from him, like it's the most humane way for a survivor to get eliminated. So that is how that happened. We had episode 11 where the champions won the reward and it was to see, it was a cinema experience to see their families on video and just experience just like a movie night. Now the thing was that, Every challenger had to go in one at a time. So, and it was a rush to see who would go in first. Now, Dave went in first and the others actually let him get in first because they totally forgot that, oh, shit, Luke and Dave played their idols last week. Now there's idols back around. So most likely there's an idol at this rewards challenge, but they totally forgot and then they're just like, oh, it's it's Dave. He wants to see his kids, you know, just, just let him. And sure enough, like, yeah, he got to see his kids um, on the TV and everything else. But he found another, another idol, the golden god, the ever confident, all ego. <laughs> uh, like Dave just watching his ego just get bigger and bigger and bigger over the past three weeks has just been incredible to watch just how he thinks he has it all planned out. Like, I didn't know who was more worse at the time, like the, the amount of game that he was playing or the amount of game that Andy was playing, right? Both, they were all, oh, there was so much there, like so much cockiness and so much arrogance, just like completely oblivious to what is actually going on. But yeah, in all of that, Dave got an idol and then he delivered a, uh, I got to say, if we're looking at this in terms of a wrestling fan perspective, he delivered a really great performance. So he had to, pretend that he didn't that he just watched a really half of it it'd be good but he did but he has to get rid of the giddiness of the fact that he has got an idol and he's just like like it's like a switch was slip started doing the waterworks and he like tricked everyone 
which was amazing. So, yeah, the other teams, the other uh, contestants, they kind of suspected that he might have got one, but that no one really knew, right? So, yeah, the champions on the contenders' side, so in the contenders' tournament, this is where things, they get a little more strategic in this this week of Survivor where they decide to throw a challenge, which is very, very surprising because it, the champions, a lot of them are former sports stars or current sports stars. I can't remember if some of them are still playing. Probably not. But a lot of them are former players. And just to casually accept, like, oh, yeah, we'll throw a challenge. And it's like, we've guys like Simon, who's an AFL player, just like, Jesus, that's just, that's, oh, you wouldn't think that would happen, you know? And, yeah, so they deliberately throw a challenge in the hopes to get the heat off Dave and Luke's back, not knowing that Dave had an idol, right? So they purposely threw the challenge. And, yeah, on purpose, and they want to try and get rid of Harry, right? So that's their plans. They want to... They want to, again, try and get rid of Harry. They put all their, they split their votes though. So they kind of think he has an idol. So they split the votes between Harry and Casey. So Casey on the contender side, like one of the original contenders, she was trying to play both sides, trying to be buddy-buddy with the, the Champions Alliance and then with the original contenders like Harry and Maddie. Kind of blew up in her face all in all, and she spilled the beans to Harry and Matt that the champions threw the challenge on purpose, right? It was this, like, balancing beam one, and all of them just went one after the other. They all just like, oh, yeah. And Matt was pissed because just, yeah, he conducted himself like an actual athlete. Like, I would never throw a, like, freaking challenge. Anyone who does that is absolutely pathetic in my mind. And yeah, like it's a it's strategically it's a smart idea, but to just the act of it that I love just the the fact that Harry and Maddie are just like no, nah, that's not on. Like they're just out for blood at this point. But yeah, they thought they might give it to Harry. Didn't end up happening. And at this point, the champions like Janine is just like, you are a cockroach. You cannot be, you are unkillable at this point. Because, like, once again, their side loses a challenge, right? And not for lack of trying, because they had a rewards challenge. Andy got to go over and have a chat to the contender's side. And he tried to talk some strategy with Harry, with Daisy, and everyone else, all the original contenders. And he says that he wants to try and throw a challenge for them. Now, it was a puzzle challenge, and he thought he was being incredibly subtle, and everyone on his team just like, what the hell is he doing? He's throwing this. He's absolutely throwing this challenge. Like, what a prick. And even though he tried to throw it, like, he didn't let everyone else know, so Baden, who was doing the puzzle with him, still managed to do it and still win for their team, despite his, like, attempts to throw the challenge, which was hilarious, by the way. And, yeah. So, in the end, we have, like, Harry, in no confusion, he finds another idol. 
that he's the idol hunter. Like, I actually love how he's been able to stay in this game all this time. It's truly incredible. So after he played his idol, he found another one. He found a clue. Uh, even with uh, bloody Ross of the champion side tailing him, he found an idol. And it was actually, the clue was that the idol was actually in their hut, in their little bit there. The fact that no one noticed it was really incredible to me. But yeah, he had to very subtly grab it. He got Maddie's help. He had to subtly grab it just before they went out to the next challenge or the next tribal or whatever it was. And yeah, and he's trying. He did a last ditch effort, like, because at this point it was the boys versus the girls, the Champions Alliance of Janine, Abby, and Pia. You had Maddie, you had Harry, you had Simon, and you had Ross, right? And I thought, and he, Harry just led it all on the line. He kind of said to everybody, just, you know what? Like, the, the Champions Alliance, the three-girl alliance, it's not going to crack. Like, where do you think you sit on the petty, pecking order, Simon? Like, you're on the bottom, mate. If they keep going forward, you're going to get eliminated. Like, you had Ross, like, saying... I will give you my socks. I will guarantee you guys a better chance of getting through this game that further down, you just need to side with us to eliminate one of the girls. Right? He had it all planned out, led it all in the line. They tried their best. And all this, all this, all this open communication. So every time Harry is like openly decided to talk about gameplay and just try and be this like master manipulator, it just falls flat on his face. Right, he plays his idol, but he spooks Janine enough to think that he's going after her, so she plays her idol. But then, really, Pia was their target. But ultimately, though, so spooked the champions in the contestant side. Right, it ended up being a two-way split between Pia and Maddie, and then in the end, Maddie got eliminated, and all the confusion. Ah. Uh... Like, they almost had, like, they, if they just listen, and I, this is the thing that kills me, because, like, that with the fact that I'm looking at this in hindsight, because it was only after two more episodes that the merge happened. If he, if Maddie was in the merge bit, he would have been fine. He would have been with the contestants, would have lasted a lot longer. If he just waited a couple, if he managed to stay just a little bit longer, he could have made it, like... If the boys had just tried to eliminate one of the girls, it could have been fine. But no, no, they don't understand strategy. They don't understand, like, getting the team over with actual competitors. But no, and um, I really did consider just dropping off watching. But you know what? I wanted to stick around for Harry, and I wanted to stick around for you guys. So before I get into the Survivor, what's happened in Survivor Australia, post actual idiot Maddie Wahlberg. How about we listen to Greg with our sponsors? Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey everyone, just want to take a second to tell you about one of our new sponsors, Outbreak Nutrition. Outbreak Nutrition are creating supplements for survival, sharper minds, quicker reflexes, all the energy you need to take your performance to the next level, whether that be on the field, in the gym, on the gaming field, that's right, they have specifically designed gaming supplements as well to help you focus on those late night sessions. They even sell coffee, you guys, at Outbreak Nutrition. You can get coffee pods, you can get coffee beans, you can get supplements for the bedroom as well if you want to enhance your performance there. These are performance enhancing supplements for every aspect of your life, specifically designed by gamers 
for gamers to stay fit and healthy in the gym, to stay sharp and focused on the game, and to dominate in all areas of life. So check out OutbreakNutrition.com, and for being a listener of our podcast, they will give you 10% off your order when you enter the code B+. That is B-P-L-U-S at checkout. So make sure if you want to stay on top of your game, if you want to take your performance to the next level, OutbreakNutrition.com, enter the code B+, at checkout. Hey guys, just a reminder, if you want to hear all of these wonderful B-plus podcast episodes completely ad-free, make sure you head over to Patreon or Podbean, where we are the featured podcast this week. You can subscribe for as little as a dollar a month, up to $10 a month, where anything you want to help us with, it really helps out. It's going to help us grow the site. It's going to help us redesign some things. And everything that we get through this and through the advertising as well is all going straight back into the podcast so that we can get Aussie Graps out there for the rest of the world to hear about, for the rest of the world to see, so we can grow this mission of watch global, support local, and build indie wrestling. So if you want to be a part of that and get some really cool rewards like call-in shows, bonus episodes, ad-free like I mentioned, then head over to patreon.com slash the B plus and subscribe today. Getting right back into sweet things, everybody. We had episode 13, so... This is the first episode after Maddie had left. I was still hurting around this episode. I've had a week or so to adjust and to compose myself. So I'm okay. I'm okay. You can check on the, my socials and just check in on me if you really want to. Just like, I'm, I'm fine. But I, I appreciate the talk. But episode 13, we had, uh, for those of you who didn't think that Andy tried to throw the challenge, Baden just outwardly spilled the beans to Luke on one of the exclusive Channel 10 on their website, little exclusive thing. So Baden spilled the beans to Luke that Andy tried to throw the challenge, right? And Baden has been very, very subtle. I actually like, like, Baden is starting to grow on me a lot because he's been like, his goal is to stay in the middle. Not a workhorse, not a guy who's not useless because he does his absolute best. He's an, he's a, he's a, very subtle guy who's useful in challenges because he's like spry. He's got a great mind for strategy and he's just, he's in it for the long game. Right. And he made a little bit of an alliance with Luke. So it was nice little, it's like a little big brother, little brother thing. It was actually, it's actually pretty cool. And so he's, he's kind of making a little insurance policy for down the line. We'll see. It hasn't really come to anything just yet, but I will talk about that at the end of this podcast. So while that bromance is happening, uh, (laughs) after the godmother once again could not vanquish Dirty Harry, she teases the idea of an alliance of sorts. So the godmother, Dirty Harry, I can't remember what she called Pia. Like the something actress or like that she tried to make a nickname for Pia on the spot, but it did not work. Absolutely not. And I didn't really realize, like, Pia, so she is being a proper, like, she's pulling an act the entire time. Like, she is doing her best to just throw everyone off. The only person who really, really knows what's going on is Janine. And those two, like, Janine knows that Pia, like, if it comes to the end, like, she's going to, like, backstab her. But at the moment, they're they're buddy buddies. And it's just that kind of, that kind of, um best friend relationship where one of them's a little crazy. Pia's the one that's a little crazy. And Janine's just like, you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm in the I'm in the driver's seat at this point in time. So I'm okay with it. 
<laughs> but oh, it's, I, I never suspected Pia the last time I spoke with Greg Unchained. And just like, oh, she's, we talked about Daisy going to the dark side. Like, no, she, I've thought there's been ample opportunities for Daisy to just get really vindictive and really like, like, but she's kind of turned into the, like, I thought that she would be this big, like, like a big manager, like a Selena De La Renta, right, of a wrestling. But no, she's being a valet, like a SoCal Val. Like, she's just nothing right now. And that, that kind of breaks my heart because I thought, like, I thought she was really concocting some big strategies here. But no, um, she hasn't got the mind for it by the looks of it. Ah. Uh, I'm hoping that does change uh, in the show moving forward because I want to see her just like really like stick it to the champions, right? Because she's still around at this point in time. But yeah, we have episode 13 here. So that, that while that alliance is being teased, the champions once again win the challenge, right? But in the confusion, Ross actually gets injured like proper. He breaks his ankle. So despite the challenge, the, and the champions were considering eliminating Simon at this point. Like, so Harry had taken Simon's place in a way, but before anyone could actually do anything, they found out Ross was like really injured and he had to be forced to leave the game. So no one got eliminated. Ross had to leave, so that made it null and void. So then we have episode 14 where the merge happens. So if freaking Maddie had stuck around for just one more episode, Right? Ross would have been injured. He could have made it to merge. Everything would have been fine. We could have kept talking about him. Like, he would have made it. I'm happy. I would feel confident saying he would have made it to, like, top four, top five. Because, like, we talk about freaking, like, Sean was the workhorse. Like, uh uh, Maddie. Maddie, absolutely all the way. So we've got to merge. We're finally at the merge point. Right? Champions versus contenders. Now we had, uh, Daisy won a rewards challenge. This reward challenge, this was just like so vindictive and manipulative by the by the survivor cast because they were they were holding up this bit of water, like this water in a big uh, I think it was like a jug or something of that effect, and they kept trying to tell them like, oh, if you drop your buckets now, you can have this lovely meal because you've been living off rice and beans for the past thirty three days or so. And just they're seducing with more like with chocolates, right? With a parmesan, like, and I, I love this. So Jono, like, they offered spaghetti bolognese. Jono like tapped out for the spaghetti bolognese, and then they introduced the parmi. And Jono's like, "You motherfucking!" It's like, "Can I have the parmi?" <laughs> he was dead set on that parmesan. Just like, uh, I, I half thought that they might give it to him. They offered a clue to the immunity challenge, right? In the end, though, you had Daisy win it. So not only did she, and the reward was everything that they offered to the contestants during the challenge. So Daisy got to have the parmesan. She got to have like the spaghetti bolognese. She got to have chocolate. She got to have the the clue, and all of that is added on top of an idol. Right, she had a nice bath. She got the immunity idol. Like she thought she was like untouchable at this point, but Dave kind of clued on the fact that yeah, that was probably she probably got an idol as part of that. 
Then you had Sean won the first immunity challenge. So the workhorse, they couldn't eliminate him. And yeah, Dave and Luke, they wanted to get rid of Daisy, but they realized that she probably has an idol. So what they did was they wanted to make her scared that they actually forced her to play it for herself. And then they wanted to get rid of Andy. So Andy, like he's told too many lies. Like he used up all his goodwill with everyone and just let everyone wanted him gone. Right. And they, Dave and Luke, they just flat out called him out on all his shit. And he just, he had no words. He's like, um, uh, uh, and he's just like, at least admit that you tried all this shit and failed. Right. Like it's bad enough that you're denying it when everyone knows. I just, I love just like calling them out on all the gameplay and just like, uh, uh, everyone knows you can drop the act now. Um, defiant till the end. And especially so after he gets eliminated, he's just like, oh yeah, had a good run. By the way, Luke has an idol. Peace. (laughs) Oh, it was such a like big jaw dropping moment. But I love the fact that he didn't even know that he actually had one. He just wanted to stir the pot. So he, he even said on the post interview thing, like, I don't think he has one. But I just wanted to tease people and give them shit. <laughs> oh, that was so well placed. That was so perfect. And it's like, as much as I hated Andy just for how much of a super fan he was and just all the stuff that he tried to do and failed, just that last act in the end, that last act kind of warmed me to him. Just like, oh, by the way, this is Dave's plan. See ya, bitches. Peace. Oh, uh, you're gone but not forgotten, Andy. Your influence lived on long after you left. Then we had, uh, you had episode 15 was the underwater challenge where Dave won the immunity. So it was a this big, you had the gates and it was a tie between Sean and Dave. And like Dave was so determined to make sure that Sean didn't win, right? It was one of the hardest challenges they ever did. And yeah, just by the skin of his teeth, Dave ended up winning to make sure that he land. At this point, though, the champions, uh, everyone's kind of got sick of Dave. You got sick of him talking strategy. He's lost all his goodwill with everyone. Pia, the little like the little uh, emperor in the background, she's just like, I want him gone. I'm gonna take the weight, bide my time, and I'm gonna stab him in the back, and just oh. I love her conviction. And everyone was just like, yep, the moment he gets, moment he's able to get eliminated, he's gone, right? And they were all set to do that, but yeah, he won immunity then that night. So then I had to go like, okay, who is the biggest threat at this point? And this was very interesting. So they, this there was a very, very open forum for this one where they kind of just said, like, we're going to vote out Sean because he's winning all the challenges and we need to get rid of the athletic people quickly, right? And Sean's trying to flip it over saying, you should eliminate Luke. He's very deceiving. Like, here's your best chance to get rid of him. And then Janine kind of overconfidently said, like, we can get rid of him at any time, right? The bigger threat right now is you, Sean. And just like, yeah, I, that little bit of, um, pride there like I think she's kind of screwed herself over at this point so unfortunately 
sadly, Sean got eliminated. So he was my last pick, like my last pick to win the game. Like I had like, I had Maddie, I had Dave, no, not Dave. I had Maddie, I had Sean. I can't remember who else I said. Like maybe Harry, I can't remember, but I feel like I'm out all my contestants now. So yeah, then we had the latest episode, right? And it's pretty much like yeah. Then you had the episode after that where Dave was actually eligible to get eliminated, right? And the whole episode, right? Everyone wanted him gone. Absolutely everyone, but they knew, well, according to Andy, they knew he had an idol. So what did they do? Everyone had to appease him, had to feed his ego to make sure that if they're all going to blindside him, he doesn't play his idol, just to make him seem so like, oh, no, I have nothing to worry about. We're all going to vote out Daisy. It's going to be fine, right? And, like, Luke won that actual challenge as well, so Luke was in the clear. So he's like even more confident, just like, oh, it's fine. I don't have to worry. And everyone like, this is where Pia really tested her acting ability, where she was trying to be like a real buddy, buddy to Dave. It was really incredible to see everyone was in on it, right? It was all hinging that no one slipped and it looked like some of them might, but like, nah, no one slipped. Everyone managed to get it by Dave. So in his own words, the most humane way to get rid of him was to blindside him. And it was a beautiful moment and just like it worked out perfectly. So after, <laughs> you see, after that, like all the, then it's really become the champions versus contenders again. So after all that, the proposed alliance between Dirty Harry and the Godmother, that was full of shit. That did end up happening, which is unfortunate because I really thought that they might keep going moving forward. So the last episode that we saw, you had Simon. It was a planking challenge. Simon won the immunity challenge. And in the and as part of the rewards challenge, another rewards. So and during that time, Daisy found another idol, right? And this was really a game of idol roulette, right? Where there was nine contestants and there was five on it was five on the champions and four on the contenders and they're just like you know what we have to try this so all the contenders trying to fight uh make sure that they can use the idol but the thing was when daisy found the idol luke and pia saw her find it so they knew it was the worst kept secret in all survivor that daisy had the idol and really, it was just a game of chance. So this was the most action-packed one where just, like, depending on who Daisy put the idol on in the contender's side, they, they they could eliminate a champion, which would have been Abby. So they all tried to eliminate Abby, but the fact that... So Daisy put the idol on herself, thinking, oh, they'll go after me, right? But they all went after Jono. Because they knew, like, everyone's always trying to get Daisy out. Everyone's always trying to try and get Harry out. Baden's buddy-buddy with Luke. So now we just have Jono as the fall guy. And, man, I love Jono. He was such a nice guy. Like, I don't know. It was really sad to see him go. And, like, he kind of knew it was coming, too. He was trying to goad people on just, like, the champions being so conservative with their votes and everything else and just, like, when is one of them going to step up and just try? <laughs> just, 
oh, he tried his best. It didn't end up working. Then I'm looking forward to the promos for the next one because it seems like Harry is getting ready to play dirty. He's really trying to. So he's got his eyes set on Janine. Right? He wants to get rid of the godmother. And his way is through Luke because she boldly said, we can get rid of Luke at any time. So at the time I'm recording, so we have five champions, three contenders. The thing, though, is that Luke, if he joins with the contenders, it's still four and four. Now, depending on how they do it, right, if they all vote Janine, it and even if like they were going to go with tie, I don't know how they're going to do it if there's a four four tie. But like if Harry plays his cards right, the little ice cream man is going to eliminate the godmother. And in his last act, maybe, possibly, I don't know, he might be able to do it. So it's really weird. We still have the Champions Alliance, we still have Janine, Pierre, and Abby. They're three strong. And of that three alliance, like Abby is the weak link. So I see Janine and Pierre just if they continue on to the final bits, like they're going to stay for a long, long time. Simon is part of the alliance, but he is the muscle man. He is the fall guy. So he is not in that group at all. Like Ross was in it, but he got injured. And he's only there just to help with like the challenges and stuff. That's about it, which is unfortunate. And yeah, Luke is kind of on the outs as well. So everyone knows that Luke was buddy buddies with everyone like everyone knows that he is very charismatic very likable um everyone knows that he is very capable like <laughs> no joke people even um like we we teased on the survivor the last survivor chat we did it was like maybe luke should look into having a wrestling match with maddie warburg and that was one of the questions on survivor just like maybe they should prepare to have a match they've actually challenged each other on Instagram, just like, let's have a match. And then Survivor, the account for Survivor actually messes them both saying like, look, we talked about this guy. You can't have a match together. So Survivor itself are ruining our dreams, ladies and gentlemen, of a match between Luke and the actual idiot, Matty Wahlberg. Shame on you, Survivor. Shame on you. All right. You ruined my dreams there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very interesting to see what's happening. So we no one has an idol at the moment, right? No, everyone's idol free right now. Whoever finds it, whoever has the best strategy moving forward, and if they get rid of the godmother, or oh, it's open season. And I, I think I don't think the contenders are out yet. I still think that they have a chance. They do have a chance to get through. And I, I, of all of them, I'm not going to pick. I'm not going to choose. Like who I think is going to win because again my uh, my picks early on were all useless. So I'm going to just say who I think is going to last the longest out of the contestants because they're the ones I'm backing. I want them to have a win. Like Maddie Wahlberg's goal was to have the contestant win Survivor, so I'm continuous on for him. I'm saying on here who I think will last the longest. Honestly, I think Harry. Like this is. I think he's going to last the longest of all the three of them. Baden will be second because he's got the bromance of Luke, right? And then Daisy's the next one. Daisy, of all of them, I see her being the least likely. I had such high hopes for her. I, we thought that she would be just the dark one in training. She was getting ready to just get vindictive and, like, like. but no, she's gotten emotional and just, uh 
nah. And at this point, like all the champions know, they just they want to try and get her out. She seems to be the first target right now. And if Janine gets eliminated, everyone will try and avoid maybe getting Harry. I don't know. So that's that's how I see it. So I see Harry the most likely of the contestants to make it further. Whether they win the when they win the actual game, I don't know. Baden, he's the surprise. Like he's the middleman. Like he's slowly inching his way ever closer to the survivor winner, the, the actual trophy. I think he can do it. I think he has a good chance. Daisy, I really don't see. Um, yeah, I, I think if we're gonna go with like the last three or four. We're looking at like Abby, yeah, like Gopia, Baden, Daisy, Harry, yeah. I'm still in it for the contestants, guys. I'm hoping that they last very long because I want. So Maddie Warburg may have lost the battle, but the contestants will win the war. I am sold, ladies and gentlemen. And that is your big catch up of all Survivor. Hopefully, you've been able to follow along my train of thought with all this. So. You guys now know as much as I do going forward, so hopefully we can see this whole plan come to fruition. If you want to follow me on all the socials, ladies and gentlemen, I'm at Mr. Mysterious with 107i, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Grapple. Hit me up. Let me know what you've been thinking about this latest season of Australian Survivor. I don't know if I'll continue watching after uh, after this season's done. If there's another wrestler who appears in season in the next season, might consider it like it made me fans of this whole series so if nothing else like thank you maddie thank you harry for actually getting me invested like giving me a um new little hobby to venture into and have a look at if you want to follow us here collectively at the b plus because we're an okay bunch if i do say so myself we are at the b plus wrestle on twitter because wrestling wouldn't fit and the b plus wrestling everywhere else remember guys we have our patreon any amount you could donate would be greatly appreciated so we keep giving you all what you want when you want showcasing the very best of australian wrestling sometimes australian survivor in this case and keep you up to date on all the wrestling news from around the globe like share subscribe hit that five star review i've been mr mysterious for the survivor podcast and i'll see you later